Now, Laura, you're usually pretty spot on on the musical selections. Was it just like you were scrambling? Like, you got a lot of stuff going on back there. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just you got to deal with us in different locations. you got to deal with Greg. I mean, we yep. all know that's a handful. And then, you know, would, did you just fire whatever music you thought would, you could get to the fastest on that? Or what happened there? So, yeah, definitely the time crunch. But also, this was, well, used to be, it it literally has a title of relaxing therapy music. Oh. So I, like, saw that. I was like, boom. But I should know that's, like, the jazzy one. Yeah. Yeah. I was, but you uh, went right to Twitter and you said short notice. You said it was. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it I mean, we don't really we don't really have sad music either in our system. No, we're happy people. Yeah, we're happy. We like to have fun. We're hyped. So I'm like, uh, relaxing therapy. Boom. Okay, we're going with that. So. Wait a second. You, you said we're hyped, George. Did you happen to see Laura's video on Twitter just moments ago? Okay, so I, I've seen the tweet, but I haven't actually heard the audio. Oh, Laura, do you have, like, you posted something on Twitter where it says audio on, but I didn't get a chance to actually hear it. Do you have, like, an audio version you can play for us here on the show so I mean, people I, can actually hear it? I can just tell you what I said. Or how about this? Can <laughs> you just, do you have it, like, do you have, like, a computer that you can pot up, like yeah, a regular computer that you can just play the audio from? Uh, so, yeah, while, while she's getting that up, since she, it's going to take a little bit of time, this is yeah. now twice- that yeah. the Open has had something to do with Laura that was kind of, you know, ripping on her a little bit. Yeah. And this is now twice you that you, Sedano, have come on and been like, oh, oh, that's okay, Laura. You're, you're, you're doing an okay. You're doing fine. That's, everything's good. Don't worry about it. But anytime there's Open about me, it's, oh, my God, Greg, what is wrong with you? This is the worst thing that's ever happened. What's going now, on? I, 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 let me now. Kaplan may be able to, and LZ's going to join us a little late today because he's got uh, real life work to do today. Oh, um, but you know, Kaplan, maybe you know you can relate to this <laughs> because I have two children, right? Mm-hmm. You have four, yes, sir. And there's always, whether you want to admit it or not, there's the one you like more than the other. Let's no doubt real. about it. No the question one, about it. The one who's usually more, um, more easier to deal with, mm-hmm. right? You, mm-hmm. Less of a pain in the ass. Right, Peter. Um, and I have that already. Mm-hmm. I have very quickly in several years have already acquired which one of the two is my favorite mm-hmm. and which one is the one that's going to make my hair grow gray quicker. I'm going to guess that your daughter, the older child, is thus far your favorite and your son is the pain in the ass. Is that right? Correct. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So, Greg, so you're I saying feel you're like- my, I'm your favorite? No. No, he's not really he's not saying that you're the pain in his ass. Yeah, you're kind of the pain in my ass. Now, Kaplan, you also sound like Joan Rivers today. Uh, may yeah, she, may she rest in I know. peace. I swear to you, I'm so, I feel so bad. Listen to me. I go on he's vacation last week, right? And I come back and I swear to you, George, on Saturday of this past weekend, I had zero voice. Sunday, it started to come back. Monday, Tuesday, I was okay. You sounded last fine night, yesterday. Last night after the show, I was okay. And then all of a sudden, I just lose it. And here's the thing. I'm trying to figure it out. Do people still get colds in yes. this world? They do. Yes. Because I've had, like, I know I have, like, an earache, and my throat is sore, and my nose is dripping, and I'm like, okay, those are symptoms of a common cold. Mm-hmm. But in the world that we live in right now, the mask-free world that we live in, mm-hmm. is there such a thing as the common cold? Or do I immediately think, uh-oh, even after the vax, I might, what, do I, uh, e- so, yeah, I know, I sound like crap. Yeah, um, so what I would say to you is this. Yes, you can get a cold. My son went back, went to preschool uh, a few months ago um, and caught something within a few weeks, and then I got something, like a little cough, sniffles, whatever, nothing too crazy, lasted a day or two, and I was done. 
Um, so, yes, it is possible, and I tested negative for COVID. Oh. Uh, so it is possible that you can get a cold again. People, Less okay. people are wearing masks um, if they're wearing them at all. And because of that, that that is going to be more widespread again, is that, hey, you know, people are going to yeah. get colds again. Yeah. But here's what I thought, George. I was like, okay, listen, I flew to Atlanta, to Fort Lauderdale, then mm-hmm. back to uh, Atlanta, back mm-hmm. out here. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought, okay, I wore my mask in the airport. I wore my mask on the plane. However, when I was in South Florida visiting family, at night I was going to restaurants, I was going to bars. Um, I was around people. I shook hands. I hugged it out. Right. I met strangers that I didn't know. One yeah. guy was a little mu- too much of a close talker for me. I could yeah. back him off a little bit. And now here I am. It's Wednesday. And I'm like, I think if this were 2019, I would have a cold. But since it's 2021, I'm thinking, do I need to maybe be tested for something? I mean, you other should be cold? tested because the symptoms are similar, uh, you know, but I mean, it, it's up to you. I mean, yeah, I no, would. no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. But I mean, you should go see tomorrow. a doctor anyway to I'm try going to, tomorrow. Get, to get like rid of the cold. Faster. I know I got to go. I got to go see this. I got to go see a doctor tomorrow. I listen. You say I sound like Joan Rivers. Can we talk? Can we talk? Prince Charles. Have you seen those ears? They're like satellite dishes. I know I sound like Joan Rivers. I'll do my best. I can cure you. Tell yeah, me. I was just going to say, Laura, there has to, I mean, there's a lot of Latino <laughs> remedies. Tell uh, me, Laura. Is, is there me. a specific Mexican remedy for a cold? I mean, the one that my mom goes to, and I know that's like a typical Latino one, is yeah. lemon with honey. Oh, yeah. I lemon mean, with honey. Like, yeah. And then you put vaporu on your chest and on, yeah. like, at the bottom of your nose. Bro, you're yeah. good. Yeah. You wait, know wait, what vaporu is? Well, to me, that would be like Vicks Vapor yeah. rub. Yes. That's yes. it. Right? Yes. Yeah. Right. So you say lemon and honey. Do you mean like in, I have hot water. With honey right here, right now. Yeah, just add lemon. Just okay. add lemon. All right. Mm-hmm. That's okay. it. That's All it. Right. Dude, I swear to you, you'll sweat whatever you got out. Well, and and just, uh, you know, gargle with a little salt water. Oh, that's it's a good It's so one. funny you say that. I, I have hot water with honey. I took a sip of it. All of a sudden, I'm sweating like like I'm in the middle of a marathon all of a sudden. Yeah. It's all you, so, it's all you need. All right, work with me here today. Now, people. look, we'll have people call in because yeah. we're not playing Bash for Cash again until July 6th. Um, oh, is that the case? I, I I wasn't sure about that. Are we allowed to say that on the air? So we're not going to play again until July sixth, uh-huh. and uh, and yeah. So people could call in at eight seven 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 ten ESPN with their own home remedies for a cold. Thank you. Uh, feel free because everybody from different backgrounds has different stuff, uh, or diff- even different remedies like concoctions over the counter that you may try that may not be just. Stuff you use in the uh, cold aisle, or maybe there are a specific brand that you feel like works better uh, than other uh, cold over-the-counter medicines. Uh, So, Greg, back to my point originally, and I want to get to Laura's video here in a second. Yeah, Laura is the one I kind of, uh, you know, like a little more. Well, at least you admit it. Just straight out, (laughs) right over the air. You're saying it's straight up. It was obvious, but now it's actually being said, and that kind of hurts a little bit more that it's being said. I mean, she's... Usually a little easier to deal with is what I'm saying. <laughs> All I'm saying is that when it's actually put out into the universe with actual words. Yeah. I mean, you asked the question, so I, I'm going to be honest with you. Yes, I, like, don't look, I appreciate you. the honesty. Right. I really no, do. Clearly you don't appreciate No, 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 no. I, do, I do. It's just, it, I'm just saying it hurts a little bit more when Does you actually Greg know the truth. Does Greg appreciate the honesty? <laughs> well, 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. Does Greg sound like he actually appreciates the honesty? Also, tell Janice to put up a, co- a poll question on ESPN Los Angeles that literally just says, does Greg appreciate the honesty? Yes or no? That's you all know, I wanted to you say. Know, Greg, you say you appreciate the honesty, but the other phrase is, the truth hurts. 
right? right? So, so you heard the truth, which is George says, I prefer Laura to you. I, I don't get upset with her. I, I compliment her. I, I, I'm nice to her. Whereas you get very upset. Everybody jumps on me. Everybody beats me up. And you got the honesty and it hurts. Well, why didn't we play this music for LZ yesterday? I don't know. I just think it suits you, so I'm just playing it for oh, you. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's fair. I mean, it, it should have been played yesterday, but good job, Laura, recovering. <laughs> Wasn't there short notice. Yeah. But yeah, I know. I do appreciate it. It just hurts. It does. You're right. The truth hurts. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. I, you know, it's like you know, you're dating someone that like, and you're you're trying to make it work, and you're really trying to make it work, mm-hmm. and it doesn't, and it's just not working. They finally say, look. I don't love you anymore. It's not going to work. No. And it, it hurts. No, because but the guys But you're like, okay, you. I get it. I get it. No, the it's guys, over now. it's not the same thing it's because the now. guys love you. The guys do appreciate you. They just love me and appreciate me a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work for you, Greg. No, no. I appreciate you trying, though, just like that. This is my appreciation segment. I hey, appreciate hey, Sedano. I appreciate you, Laura, and I appreciate you, Cap. Let me try Let me try and make you feel a little bit better. You ready? Greg, Greg, if it makes you feel any better, you're in my top 15 of producers that I've worked with. Oh, wow. Like a, yeah, yeah. Wow. All right. Worked with 14, but you're in the top 15. I actually have worked with 14. That is a great <laughs> point. You, you just counted every single one of them, yeah, didn't you? I did. I did. <laughs> Which, by the way, included you one time. I actually liked working with you the first time better. Yeah, you don't oh, like me great. working with you now anymore. Yeah, the second time. Not as fun. I, well, I mean, in, the, in the early morning, that was fun. We had a good time then. Right, but you were like less of a pain. I feel like is it is it when he became management, George? Be, well, I think becoming management definitely has changed things yeah. a little. I don't think there's any question. I was there. management when we were doing the morning show. That doesn't change anything. You were management ish. Yeah. Oh, what's different than now? Well, that was when you were the assistant to the assistant manager. Now you're the assistant manager. So, hey, listen, right? Greg. Let, let me try and make you feel better. You sure, ready? Yeah. yeah. I used to have a coach that would always say this to me: If I'm not yelling at you. That means I don't care anymore. Correct. That's true, too. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, so, it works for some people. I quit football because he was like, you're never going to play anymore, trying to get me to be to actually play. And I was like, eh, I'm out. See ya. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Surprised. Yeah. Are yeah. you really? Well, I mean. Not really. No, no, not <laughs> at all. Quit like that because the coach told he's trying to motivate you, and you just are like, you know what? This sucks. I'm out. Yep. Done. Didn't work. Wow. Well. Um, George, do you expect that Greg, whose feelings are now hurt, you think he's going to quit this? No, he has no choice. He's getting paid to do this one. <laughs> I really paid to don't do football. have a choice. Yeah. No choice whatsoever. Right. I mean, well, I mean you can try there. to find another job, but it's not necessarily the time for that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, that's also real. just a bad call for me in general. Why would yeah. I want to do that? Yeah. Um, so the poll is up. You can vote at ESPN Los Angeles. Does uh, Greg appreciate the honesty? And it's a very simple <laughs> question. Yes or no? <laughs> Um, so, Laura, what is this video you posted on Twitter with the audio on thing? Let me hear it. Okay. Where did all these Clipper fans come from, yo? yo. Look at that. There's so many. Honestly, this is about 90% more of what they usually have. Wow. Now- so you are, you're, you're, you're posting a video mm-hmm. of the plaza of LA Live, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of people there. Nobody's there. It's yeah. Empty. Yeah. Because it's also, what time did you take this video? Like 15 minutes ago, whatever. Yeah. Whenever I posted, I literally had just taken it. And okay, so 23 minutes hours. ago. So the yeah. game starts in two hours, right? right? And what you're saying is normally for a Laker game, there's always plenty of people in the plaza is what you're saying. So it honestly wasn't meant to be a trolling video. 
What do you mean it wasn't meant to be a trolling video? It wasn't because that is a lot of people for Clipper fans. Like I've, you know, seen other games and it's literally like one person. So I'm like, yo, there's like 15 people out there. That's a lot. Yeah, well, first of all, the game, it's only 4 o'clock. The game starts at 6. Normally, Mm -hmm. Laker games start at 7.30. And granted, there are generally more people out there for Laker games. I don't think there's any question about that. No one is going to deny that. Um, But it's still kind of early. It's Wednesday afternoon at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Right. I mean, I'm not sure that you expect to see 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 people Mm -mm. in the plaza. But, you know, it's interesting, George. I was on an Arizona radio station earlier today with this crappy voice. I actually went on somebody else's radio station. Mm. And they asked me, because obviously they're excited about the Suns, Mm -hmm. and they said, could you please describe for those of us in Phoenix, what is the excitement level like for (laughs) for the Clippers? And my answer was zero. Tell me if I'm wrong here, but um, there is no buzz there's no anticipation per se. If this were the Lakers tonight and they were down 3-2 to Arizona, the, the city would be buzzing. Everybody would be talking about it. There would be more people starting to get ready for the game, even though it's Wednesday at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So I actually told these guys there's zero and that I made the terrible, terrible mistake of going onto Twitter a couple days ago and saying, you know, the fact that Paul George is performing the way he is the fact that the Clippers are battling and that they're still alive, the fact that Kawhi Leonard is out, they lost their center. You know what? A little bit of credit for for the way that they're performing. And I have been getting my ass kicked for two straight days on Twitter. One guy called me the one word you never call anybody, the C word. I got called the C word on Twitter because I just said, you know what? Give him a little bit of respect. What's the big deal? Crazy, man. People are nuts when it comes to this stuff. How dare you? I'm not giving them any credit. Okay, now, this uh, um, which C word? I mean, what does it rhyme with? Rhymes with when you're playing baseball and you're trying to lay down a little little one, like a little bunt. Oh, yeah. a, a bunt. Yeah, that's the C word. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Can, I mean, that's can, a nasty-ass word, man. George, George, that's, is that acceptable? Come on, man. The C no, word That's nasty. Don't do that. You don't I, would blo- that. I, I don't block very many people, but I always, I only have one rule. If you get nasty like that and just curse at me for no reason, then you're out. That's it. Yeah, I, like, I, just, I just don't, don't need block to see anybody. It. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. No, I, I don't block very many people, but that is my one rule. It's like, if we can't talk like adults, then you got to go. Yeah, C word. Yeah, that's nasty. It's pretty bad, man. Like, when you publish, when you post the C word and you call somebody that name because they said, you know, it's pretty interesting. Paul George is performing. Kawhi is out. Um, they've gotten it home. They, they have a chance to tie the series. You know, a little bit. Like, as a sports fan, not as a Clipper hater, not as a Laker lover, just a pure sports fan. I got right. pulled the C word. Yeah, that's not fun. All right, 877-710-ESPN. Does Greg like to hear the truth? 877-710-3776. What is your grandma or ma's remedy to cure cold? Uh, we'll get into the Clippers as well. Uh, because this is a big game. And it's not only a big game for the Clippers. I actually think it's a bigger game for someone not on the Clippers. Might be the biggest game of their life. We'll get to that on the other side. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... 
doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, so people are chiming in with their uh, cold remedies. People are chiming in to see if Greg really likes the truth or not. <laughs> when we talk, when we discuss things about him, eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. Real quick, before we get to the calls, we've got uh, a couple of cool anniversaries today, including tell me the premiere of the movie Judge Dredd twenty six years ago, June thirtieth, nineteen ninety five. I will contend that that is the worst Sylvester Stallone movie. Ever. I am the law. So bad. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's there there are several of them though. I mean, for all for the Rockies and and the early Rambos, um, there's some uh there's some out there that aren't very good. Uh any others that you don't like, or is Judge Dredd just the worst? I mean, over the top? Uh, over the top. Over the is, top is, is pretty is, terrible. Yeah. Also, I but the problem with over the top is when I when Over the Top came out, I want to say that I was probably like nine years old. Over the so Top. So at nine years old, Over the Top is campy and corny when he turns the hat around to do the arm <laughs> wrestling so thing. Good. But at nine years old, you're kind of like, eh, it's kind of cool. But yes, as an adult, it is a yeah. terrible movie. Oh, I got now, one. I, I got one. I do, I do like Tango and Cash, even as an adult, because it's terrible and campy, mm-hmm. but for different reasons. But I, I definitely think that Judge Dredd is by far the worst Sylvester Stallone movie. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it's close. Well, how about this one for you? How about um, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot? Stop or My Mom Will Shoot with Betty White. Uh, not Betty White. Um, the lady, the other lady from the Golden yeah, Girls. what was her name? I'll figure it out. Um, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That, that one's pretty terrible. I, I will give you that one. That, that one is, is pretty terrible. Was it Estelle Getty? Estelle Getty, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Estelle Getty. That one was clearly a I've got to... Uh, Make a little money, and I'm just going to do some goofy comedy thing. How yes. about Copland? You ever see Copland? No, Copland is actually pretty good. I kind of felt like Copland was like, "Geez, Sly, I've always seen you as as Rocky, all ripped up and shredded, and you look so schlumpy in that uniform." I don't know. Copland didn't work for me. Yeah, Copland um, actually, if I recall correctly, got like decent reviews too. Mm. Um, what about Demolition yeah, no, Co- Man? Demolition Man was a fantastic movie. I mean, yeah, Demolition Man is an awful movie, but fantastic right. movie. Yes, it, it is in that category. Judge Dredd is just an awful movie. You know, the thing about Copland is it had a pretty good cast. You had Ray Liotta. Yeah. You had uh, Bobby De Niro, Harvey Keitel. Yeah. yeah. You had some pretty good guys in that, that yeah, movie. Yeah, no, it was, I thought it was a pretty good movie, actually. He also did that, um, <laughs> that race car movie that was pretty terrible, too. Um Driven, I think it was called. Was that the one where he was like a, an open-wheel driver in Miami? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. pretty terrible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, but I still think Judge Dredd is the worst. And feel free to chime in on your worst uh, Stallone movies. Uh, so anyway, now I know that everyone, you know, uh, Greg, you, you, I would imagine, the way you frame this today in our rundown is like, oh, Clippers, you know, big night, big deal, pressure's on. I disagree. I disagree. I think the pressure's on Chris Paul tonight. I think that Chris Paul particularly has more pressure than anyone on them tonight because the last thing you want is this thing to go to a seventh game um, because then all of a sudden, you know, it's a flip of a coin. So 
If I'm Chris Paul, and I haven't played two good games yet since my injury, he's played two poor games in my estimation, I think it's on him to get this thing sorted out, to get this thing back on track, and he's the guy everyone wants to see get to a finals because he's the best player to never play in a finals, and it's a pretty uh, steep gap after that. So I actually feel like there is Kaplan, and I'll get to Greg here in a second, there's more pressure on Chris than anyone here tonight. Well, I don't know, George. Um, you know, the Clippers are at home. They will have their fans, and every single one of them in L.A. will be in the building tonight. And I think that the pressure is on Paul George because most of us didn't think he had these kinds of postseason performances that he's had in him. And now you're coming home. And if the Clippers lose tonight on their home floor – no matter what happens, everybody will look at Paul George and say, well, with Kawhi out, with the way he was playing, he's the go-to guy. So to me, um, because the Clippers are at home and because they must win tonight, this is absolutely the definition of a must-win game, to take it back to Phoenix for Game 7, I would argue that it's, it's more Paul George who has the pressure because if it goes back to Phoenix, even though to your point, flip a coin, advantage still goes to Phoenix because they're home in their environment. Okay, so here's what I would say to you. Go ahead. If I just took, forget about Paul George or Chris Paul for a second, okay? Mm -hmm. If I just told you an all-star caliber player had these guys to play with, they could either play with Reggie Jackson, Terrence Mann, and Marcus Morris as their next best three three best players yeah. or Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton and Jay Crowder or Mikhail Bridges whichever one you want to pick mm -hmm. as their next three best players. Yep. Which which three best players do you think would be the team you'd want to play with? I'd want to play with the Suns guys. Right. So there you go. That's why there's more pressure on Chris Paul because they have the better team. Now, people will rank on and and rip on Paul George because it's it's sport for them as we've already mm -hmm. encountered. Yep. But the reality is if you're being objective, the team here who is the better team with the current uh, constitutions of the teams and the way they're, they're currently uh, you know, created is no question the Suns are the better team. So because of that, it should be the Suns. It may, you may be, end up being right, but it's only because of what I've said all along is that everyone defaults to picking on Paul George when it's clear he doesn't have the better team right now. So that, that kind of lends to my original argument, but... Yeah, like, I, I mean, Greg, whose team is better out of those that I just gave you? You know what? I was talking to someone the other day about this. Actually, it was LZ before one of our show meetings. And watching these games, I, I'm actually going to say it. The Clippers are the better team. Oh, stop. I'm not, I'm not lying right, to you. The Clippers you, are the better you team. Think you'd rather have. Stop right now. You'd rather have. Stop okay. Right you'd rather have De uh, uh, Terrence Mann, Marcus Morris, and Reggie Jackson than DeAndre Ayton. Devin Booker and pick a guy on the Suns? No, it's not about the who the players are. It's just about the team in general and how the team works together. And a lot of it is for Ty Lue. But Look, the team isn't playing together because they, without, uh, Kawhi is out and Zubats is out. Yes, they are. But the team itself is a better overall team. 
No, the Clippers are the better team. I don't. I don't know why. All the, like you're actually getting something good out of me here, George. You're actually telling me saying something nice no, about the Clippers. There's no <laughs> way on God's green earth that anyone that is objective would say that the Clippers are the better team without Kawhi and Evita yeah. Zubac. So this is the most objective this? I could possibly be is by saying that they're no. Actually you're doing a that because team. you want to put pressure on the Clippers. That's oh, what you're my doing there. Goodness, wow. I'm you trying are. to be nice to, for no, once you're in not. My life. I don't. Yeah. You are such a phony. It's there's no way you're trying to be nice. When LZ gets back, ask him if I said that exact same thing. Because you're being a phony. It doesn't mean you're being a phony with me. You're being a phony in general. <laughs> you just gotta come after Can me for anything support, I say. Support it though, Greg. I mean, what? let me listen. How George are those guys up, better? Because George they're playing. Up. They're playing better team. Are they basketball. playing better? They're, they're down three yes. two. No, they're down three two. Yes. Yeah. Okay, they are. But when you are watching those games, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing the, the the talent that they have on that team, and the and the offensive structure that they run, where they're playing five out and getting everybody moving around and trying to play DeAndre Ayton off of the floor, they're playing as as they're supposed to. If Kawhi was there, they would have they would have walked through this this series. But uh, but of course, Kawhi is not there, so it's not that much better. But it, for the so most part, why, they why, are still the better overall why, team why, right now. Why, why does Vegas have the Suns as a significant favorite still in to get to the NBA Finals? And why do they have them as the they second? They're 3-2, well, and they're Vegas, and they want to make money. No, no, no. But before the series even started, they were the second favorite to win the title after Milwaukee. And by a wide margin. Because you still there was no Kawhi in that series. Was Kawhi playing at the no. beginning? Yeah, so they knew that Kawhi wasn't there, so it's an easy bet. Right, because they're not the better team. There's that's why. It's because they're. It's, you're talking about the number two team overall that was playing amazing basketball that that beat the Lakers minus Anthony Davis. So against a team that didn't have Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard yeah. and Paul George are right. are pretty close to interchangeable in the style of basketball that they play. Not as an overall superstar okay. or as an overall player in general. Okay, the, so so I I'm gonna get this. I just want to get this straight before I before I go to the calls here. Sure. Uh, about the cold record. <laughs> you think that the Clippers have a better team, a team that is made up of Paul George and a guy in Reggie Jackson who was almost out of the league, a second-round pick in Terrence Mann, and Marcus Morris Sr. and Pat Beverly or Nick Batum who was almost out of the league too. Like those are, That's what you're telling me is better than DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker, right? You're going by the names themselves. No, 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 no. no. I'm going by the talent themselves. They are all talented on the Suns, and they're a good team. But overall, with the way that they all play together and how they on their team structure and the way you're, that they are you, together, you they are even, a you, better team. You you can't even give the Clippers credit when you're trying to give them I'm credit. Just Giving them credit no, right you're now, you're, George. You're, not. you're well, saying they're the better team, and you're do being, this. That's so fraudulent. Like nobody in their right mind believes that. Benny is in LA. Benny, what do you got the as line a cold is that on? Benny. Um, hey, can you hear me, guys? Yeah, yes, what's sir, up, dude. Perfect. First off, I'm I'm so glad you guys took my call right now. I wanted to get it in on time because I'm not 100 percent sure what time uh, Bash for Cash uh, starts. So I want to get it in. Tony <laughs> in the first. <laughs> yeah, it's no bash for cash today. Back on July sixth. <laughs> I know. I'm just doing it for cap. I no, I know. That, I know. I know. Thank you, I man. <laughs> appreciate you, brother. Yeah. Um, you got it, man. So, um, my family is Central American, and uh, one of the big things that my mom used to do as a kid uh, when I got the cold was uh, soak me or give me uh, put me in a bath of eucalyptus and uh, rubbing alcohol. And just soaking that for a, for a while, and honestly, the, that same night I was starting to breathe better, feel better. So, how do you smell? Look into that. Maybe get some eucalyptus oil. How okay. do you smell? How do you smell after that, though? Oh man, I was like five, but I mean, a warm bath at age five or six is always good. So, yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Benny. Appreciate you, bro. And make sure you're ready for Bash for Cash. All right, Otani in the first. I am Otani in the first. Let's there do you it. Go. I- 
All right, brother. Uh, Bella in Whittier. Bella. Hey, how are you guys? Okay, so number one, Greg is totally overrated as a soup Nazi, a soup kitchen Nazi producer. Okay, and underrated as a baseball aficionado. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's like oh, everybody's yeah. always ready to attack him for his producing, but yet they don't realize like how much he brings to the table. Oh, no, we know what he brings to the table. He also brings comedy to the table. Greg, you hearing this? Though? No, no, I mean, no. Yeah, but whenever I hear you guys, like, you guys bash him a little bit too much. Uh-huh. Laura, do we bash him a little too much? I mean, he's my boss, and he's in back of me. So no, yes. no, 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 no. You just <laughs> be honest. <laughs> no, don't mess with Laura. Laura's, like, no, number one, so... Like she's the That's only all I said is Laura's, Laura's my number one child on this show. That's it. Oh, uh, whatever. Seriously, though. Lay back. Have you seen those, the Soup Nazi on uh, Seinfeld? Yeah. No soup for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I feel. Like, as far as a producer, like, he's always getting bashed. But he really, I mean, he's just always on top of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's a great compliment, Greg. Are you hearing this? I, I did. Are, are I you always it. on top of stuff? I feel like we always make fun of you for the lack of details on this show. Yeah, no, he's great. But anyhow, just <laughs> are you related one, to him in some way, shape, or form, Bella? What was that? Are you related to him? Uh, my last name is Fierro, so uh, no. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not related to him. You can be some sort of no, no, no. I just member. appreciate you know what I mean. I appreciate it because sometimes like. When you're, you know, the boss, like you get bashed under the bus and stuff like that. So, but I just appreciate him. All right. Well, thank you, Bella. I'm glad somebody does. Hey, Greg, do you hear that though? She's, <laughs> what Bella Bye. said was overrated as a soup Nazi producer, underrated as a Dodger aficionado. All right. So for all that time you spend watching every game, look how look how it's paying off. Bella, 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 appreciate it. All right, let's play overrated, underrated next. We're back in two minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thank you very much, Chris. All right. We're going to start with birthdays, and nobody has used their get-out-of-jail-free card today. So that's pretty cool. This week so far, this nobody's week, used it. Nope. Uh, all right. So let's do Cap. You can do the birthdays today. Okay. You should know both of these people, so it Thank should you. be easy. Thank you. Michael Phelps. Yeah. Or Mike Tyson. Overrated or underrated? Um. Okay. So I would say that in this instance, happy birthday to both of those guys. If it's their birthday today. Um, I would have to say Michael Phelps would go underrated here and Mike Tyson would go overrated here when putting them head to head. I mean, Michael Phelps is one of the greatest United States Olympians that this country has ever produced. And Mike Tyson was a great fighter at one time. By the way, I love Mike Tyson because most guys would just kind of go away. You know, Evander Holyfield went away. Um, Michael Moore went away. I'm talking about heavyweights of this era. They just went away. Mike Tyson had a one-man show on Broadway. I mean, I saw it here uh, a few years ago. Uh, Mike Tyson has, has continued on as an entertainer, and I think it's really interesting. But Phelps versus Tyson, Tyson overrated, Phelps underrated. 
So I think you really just made the case for Mike Tyson being underrated more so than you did Michael Phelps. You talked a lot more about Mike Tyson's uh, life both in and outside the ring than you, than you did with Michael Phelps, who you simply just stated as one of the greatest Olympians of all time. So I'm going to use your own argument and just say the opposite, that Mike Tyson is underrated because he has been able to evolve over time into many different things, uh, which we didn't know that he would become. Uh, and still have uh, a semblance of success considering all the ups and downs his life has brought us uh, than Michael Phelps, who is fantastic in his own right, but between the two is more overrated. Yeah, I was kind of going with the who is the better guy in their respective sport. Michael Phelps wins. All right, what's next? All right, Sedano, Dennis Schroeder says that he wants 100 to $120 million in free agency. Is this figure for him overrated or underrated? I mean, look, I want 100 or 120 million too. You know what I mean? Um, but if I were a general manager in the NBA, and, and again, all it takes is one, uh, I would not pay Dennis Schroeder 100 to 120 million dollars over three or four years. It just would not be prudent, in my opinion, uh, or practical for that matter. Uh, so I would say, in this particular case, while I will always fight for guys to make as much money as they can, and they should, uh, if I were in the position of having to sign said player, I would say I'd have to pass. So I would say overrated in this case. See, I'm going to go underrated for this reason. Why are we not all laughing at Dennis Schroeder? Why are we not all ridiculing Dennis Schroeder? We all saw him this year, and we all know what he did or did not do in the postseason for the Lakers, and we all know that the contract that he had earlier in the year was a very reasonable contract for who he is and the player that he is, and now he wants 20, 40 million more than what the Lakers were offering. The fact that he wants this and it's out there we should be ridiculing him for this, and therefore I have it as underrated. Okay, what's next? All right, Cap. Mississippi State pitcher Preston Johnson gave up a home run last night to Maxwell Romero Jr. of Vanderbilt in the top of the ninth of the College World Series. As Preston watched the ball leave the park, the cameras caught him waving goodbye to the ball. Is this move by uh, Preston Johnson overrated or underrated? I would say that it is overrated because I think what you're intimating is college player taunting, if you will. But you see, the thing no, is, the, it was the pitcher. The pitcher waved by oh, the, the pitcher ball as goodbye. the ball was going away. Yeah, yes. the pitcher oh, taunted oh, himself. Yes. Oh, oh my. Um, I guess I didn't know who the players were for each of these teams. You'll have to excuse me for not watching the College World Series. The what? pitcher waved goodbye to the ball as it was going out. Yes. That is highly highly underrated like dude you, you, really you're you're waving goodbye of a guy who just hit a bomb off of you yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't be too happy if i was his teammate uh i would say underrated and i also say very self-aware you gave up a, a bomb you gave up a home run you might as well just in, you know enjoy it even sarcastically so underrated next wow all right sedano uh ryan reynolds has joined tiktok I don't know if any of you saw 2005's Just Friends with him and Amy Smart, no. but his first post was an homage to the opening scene of that movie, which was him lip syncing I Swear by All for One. So his first TikTok was him lip syncing I Swear. Is this overrated or underrated? I mean, I'm going to say overrated. I'm not even on. I, I think I may have subscribed for TikTok, but never actually used it. It's not even on my phone anymore. Uh, so I'm going to say overrated. I'm just not a TikTok person. I'm going to go overrated also, but the thing is, um, it is interesting, George, how we talk about Twitter, 
Instagram. I don't know about the rest of you guys. I still use Facebook, even though probably a little bit less. No. TikTok is on my phone, and I rarely check it, but I understand how massive it is, and I also feel like I'm late to the party because I'm not really using TikTok. So for me, I'm going overrated. Laura, do you like TikTok? I mean, I started an account, but I don't really use it. So it's like, eh. It's just for young people. Like, I'm too old for that. I feel like I'm out of the demo. If I can make money like some people are making money, I'm all for it. So I'm still right. learning. <laughs> right. You know? I, I mean, I, I only, right, from a business perspective, if I could figure that out, I would agree. Right. But, They're making yeah. bank. I'm like, let me try to dabble into this. But it That's just funny. is time consuming. Funny How did, you say I, that. Now, I know how people make money off YouTube. Is it similar to the way people make money on YouTube? I think I, so, but I'm not 100. No, you know, uh, it's pretty funny you say that, though, Laura, because I saw your tweet last night um, where Venmo was putting something out. And they're like, hey, we're going to give away a bunch of money. All you have to do is this, this, and this. And you wrote, yeah. you're like, yeah, hey, why not? I'll give it a try. So you were in on that. Yeah, man, but on free Twitter. money. <laughs> yeah. I did it on Instagram, too. Like, yo, you want to give me money? I'm all for it. Right. Free right. $500? Bring it on. All right, we should that really is... try and make a conscious effort to get on TikTok. We should try. We should? Yeah, because I think there's a whole new audience there that we're not even tapping into. Yeah, I don't feel like that audience is going to gravitate to AM Sports Radio. That's just me personally, but, you know, I could be wrong. Well, um, I mean, listen, if we can go out and fish and find a, bring some young people to us, why not use the tool? How about you start, and we'll see how it goes. All right, let me, tr let me try. Okay. Uh, that is overrated, underrated. Uh, Follow me on TikTok, everybody. Follow me on TikTok. What I'm at Scott Kaplan 9. Oh, Scott Kaplan 9. Why right. the nine? Uh, because somebody yeah. already took Scott Kaplan, so I just had to add something, so I added nine. All right. Sean and Oxnard has a cold remedy for you uh, there, Joan Rivers. I'll take it. Hey, what's up, guys? What's and Laura? Keep killing it. Keep gushing it. Hey, uh, Scott, thought I could help you out a little bit. Talk to uh, me. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a white guy here from Oxnard, so I, I think Laura started this off with, uh, with uh, the hot water, lemon, and honey, and like I said, born and raised in Oxnard, I got a little brown in me, but my true blood is Slavic, so you got one fix. Add a little dab of whiskey to that. My grandmother, my baba, would call it a, a fingernail. So dab of whiskey to that hot water, lots of lemon, honey, you're going to feel better tomorrow. All right, there Oxnard, 805 representing. Thank you, Sean. That's right, get in there. Yes, sir, have fun. Good, good luck, boys. All right, All right Ventura man, County, care. what's going on? Yeah. Uh, Dan in Beaumont. Hello, Dan. Hey, how's it going? I just have a, you know, Cap was saying that he's getting all this hate from uh, Laker fans because he's giving the, the Clippers a little bit of credit. I've been a Clipper fan for over 30 years, and everybody in my office, I work for the post office, are Laker fans. They never used to say anything to me back in the days. And then back when we had Chris Paul, we had Blake Griffin, we had um, DeAndre, and we started, you know, kicking the Lakers' butt just in the regular season – I was getting all this hate. And now that the the Clippers are in the third round, I was hearing, oh, you guys aren't going to get past the second round. You guys suck, blah, blah, blah. And usually you don't hate on anybody unless you have a little uh, jealousy behind it. Otherwise, what's the point of hating on some on somebody unless you care? So how do you feel? Don't you think there's a little jealousy there? Yes, we have no rings. Yes, we have nothing. Yes, it'll always be a Laker town. Totally. I understand that. But why would a Laker fan even care and say anything unless there's a little jealousy? 
All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about we tackle that on the other side? Let's, Let's tackle that on the other side. Let me um, let me sneak in Daniel, who has a cold remedy for you, and then we'll tackle Dan's comments on the other side, and we'll let the audience help with that as well. Hey, what's Go ahead, going Daniel, on, guys? Quick. Oh, yeah, real quick. Uh, the cold remedy that I use, especially when I have a stuffy nose, I just sleep on a recliner. Being propped up yeah. keeps, your, keeps your nose just clear. Because one thing I can do, I can't sleep when I have a stuffy nose. Yeah. And if I can't sleep, my body can't get better because it's not getting the rest it needs to kind of build up the immune system. So definitely sleeping on a recline keeps your nose from getting stuffy. You sleep better, and you wake up feeling much better. Yeah. Now, another movie, uh, a sly movie that's the worst, Oscar, where he pretended to be a gangster, and the best movie, Cobra. That's it, guys. That's all I have. Thanks, Cobra Dan. is a good movie. Yeah, my left nostril, I can't even breathe out of it right now. So I'm very right nostrally right now. Okay. You know? Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, you gotta you gotta figure some stuff out. How about did you go to like the pharmacy to get stuff or no? <laughs> what would I get? I mean, bro, you've never had a cold before. I mean, what is a cold? You know, a cold. The body needs rest. You know, what, what are you gonna buy? Well, there's no cold remedy unless that, you you I do mean, whiskey, I mean, like like Sean help. and Oxnard said. You do a little whiskey. Expedite the expedite the process a little bit. Yeah, of course there are things that can help you along a little bit. All right, wait, let's just do this on the other side. All right, we'll do that. And Dan and Beaumont says that maybe Laker fans are jealous of Clipper fans. I don't see that. I'll tell you what I see in just a moment. We'll get to that on the other side. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. I'll tell you this. Pop-Tart, most overrated breakfast food of all time. Oh, stop it. Open the most overrated. It tastes like garbage, bro. Oh, Pop-Tarts are uh, good. No, What's so not. good about it? The the brown sugar is one of the best ones there is. It's delicious. Yeah, no, you the chocolate just... one. Chocolate on chocolate no, on chocolate. No, no, no. No, no, because chocolate. it's got the chocolate uh, pastry. Then on in the middle of it, it's got like a chocolatey thing. And then on top of it, it's got chocolate frosting. Chocolate on chocolate on chocolate, great. Also, the one that's got the white cake, but with the red jelly in the middle, and then the the, the cupcakey stuff on the top. That's very good. Also, I like I like a pop tart. You telling me they didn't come out until when the eighties? Eighty five. Really? Yeah. Well, I thought they were much. At least the that. brand pop tart. Oh, there might have been something else that was you know. Uh, yeah, pop tart is literally like gross, bro. Like, well, I mean, it's not like I'm eating them now, but back in the day. No, no, I'm not saying now. I'm just yeah. saying it's just not, it, it, I don't know. It's, just it's not like, nutritious. No, not at all. Dude, but listen, George, I don't know how it was in your house. My mother, when I was a kid, before school, I'd say, Ma, what's for breakfast, Ma? She'd say, have cookies and milk or have a Pop-Tart. Or no. my mother would get Entenmann's Donuts. Have an no. Entenmann's Donut. No. Like my mother, we did not do healthy, no. nutritious breakfast. No, we didn't do healthy, house. nutritious necessarily either. But I wasn't eating a pop tart. Like in my household, they would have been like, "Que pop que?" Nothing. No way. <laughs> maybe you know you do some maybe some toast. You know what I'm saying? Like or whatever. But you know, traditional bre- pop tarts are gross, bro. Yeah. I never even liked them as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's uh, just th- a. Bu- it's just a. It's just sugar. Yes. Yes. Garbage. It's total garbage. 
But I don't know. In my house, we ate them. We ate devil dogs. We ate coffee cakes. I mean, we did not eat I mean, coffee real cake, everybody nutritious coffee breakfast. Cake at some point or another. But you don't, what, what, do you think, what, what do you think is the more overrated breakfast food then, Greg, since you had such a large objection to it? I'm sure there's plenty of other foods that are worse. I don't right. have one off. The, I don't have one off the top of my head. Beans. But but they're good. Well, yeah, anything with yeah, beans is definitely beans. terrible. <laughs> yeah. But it's just not an overrated breakfast food. It's a good breakfast food, and my kids actually love them. They're yeah, they're not good now, but when back then, and my kids love them now. Definitely yeah, not yes. overrated. Yeah. Man, I gotta yeah. thank my mom because our Me breakfast too. it was like. Huevos con chorizo y frijoles, or like huevo con weenie, or like some good chilaquiles. I mean, not healthy, but not a pop. But certainly not just like diabetes <laughs> on a plate. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that's all it was. That's right. Right. You're just trying to get out fast, get a little bit of a sugar high while you're going into school. Like there's not. It's it works. Have a donut. Have a donut that at least tastes better. Well, that's donuts are good too. Yeah, Love I had donuts. those. Chocolate donuts for breakfast. Hate hate donuts? At least a, do- a, a donut actually tastes good. Like so, I'm okay. A pop tart doesn't taste like anything. It tastes like you're eating cardboard. Oh, if you get with a- with like sugar on it. You get a good one with that brown sugar in the middle. Ooh, that's that's tasty. <laughs> I like how George called it diabetes on a plate. It is. Yeah, it's it's good for your kids though. Yeah, you're real good healthy to get them addicted to sugar. Hey, um, I want you to know one thing, George Sedano. Yes, I am your first follower on TikTok. You were, and then Laura was my second. So I apparently did have a TikTok. Um, I w- it was linked to my Twitter, although my Twitter is at Sedano. Uh, my TikTok, at Sedano, was not a- available, so I guess they went with at Sedano J. Couldn't you have gone with, like, Kaplan S? Or, why did, you know, you threw a nine in there. It was I, very weird. I wanted to just use my name. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, listen, when people didn't sign up for Twitter early on because they were like, oh, I'll never need this, and now Twitter has become such a part of everybody's life, um, I was lucky enough, as you were, to get your name. Um, when I went to TikTok, I was late to the party. So I tried to use my name. Somebody else already had it. So I had to add something to it. So I added nine. It's a stupid thing. Oh, hey, that was your college football number nine. So that's why I used it. But it's at Scott Kaplan nine. And I want to get some TikTok followers. And then here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start showing off some dance moves is what I'm going to do. No, what do you think about that? Oh, no, yeah, dance moves? Yes, I mean, you right. could do that. That actually may get you some followers because people are so... Like, like they feel sad for you. Well, I don't know, man. I'm going to I'm going to start really showing off the moves here. And and you know what? I, I see a lot of um, like sports celebs doing is they they put their kids in their TikTok videos like Alex Rodriguez will do dances with his kids and so many others will as well. My daughters all do TikTok dances all day long. So I'll just do my really bad dad dancing with their pretty good kid dancing. And let me see if I can get some followers on TikTok. All right. So real quick, Pop-Tarts were invented in 1964. A couple of people in the audience are correct. Uh, apparently, they had a rebrand in 1985. Oh. That's what was uh, posted here as an anniversary. So it, you are correct as well. Um, I think every, they had a rebrand in 85 with Kellogg's, according to this story here. So nonetheless, still awful. Like, that doesn't change the fact that it's the most overrated breakfast food I've ever encountered. I wonder ever. if everybody agrees or disagrees with that, because I still think a Pop-Tart while very unhealthy, and I really got to say to my mother, Ma, what did you give me as a kid? But yeah. it's pretty good. I like a Pop-Tart. Yeah, yeah. not good. Um, I don't think any of our audience, or I would say very little of our audience, uh, swims in the TikTok waters. Uh, but if they want, they can follow us at Scott Kaplan uh, nine, 9 or at Sedano J. 
And at Unique, Laura has the same one, actually, underscore, Unique underscore. Greg has no TikTok. I, I do have a TikTok, actually. Oh, you do? I have five followers. I was just looking. I have five followers. One of them is and my dog, are? one of them is, is my daughter, one? and one of them is What Janice. is your TikTok name? Oh, at Bergman Greg, just like my Twitter. Oh, well, there you go. Look yeah. at that. So there yeah. you go. So follow it's us on TikTok. We may or may not post anything. So the uh, gentleman earlier, Dan, was saying that Laker fans are um, jealous of Clipper fans. No, I wouldn't go that far. Like, let's not get crazy. What I would add is this is I do think that there's and Clint Yates has said this before and I agree with him wholeheartedly the Laker fans keep the Clippers conversation more alive than the Clippers fans do yep. they do and, and it because every time something goes wrong or whatever or it like, I feel like if you're a Laker fan, it should be beneath you to talk about the Clippers because of the disparity in the franchises, right? Like, I, I don't believe that we have in one city a bigger disparity as far as franchises are concerned. Um, if you look at the cities with two teams, yeah, the Yankees and Mets, but the Mets have had, you know, uh, the, uh, uh, some success, right? I mean, the Yankees are crazy. The Yankees are the Lakers, basically, but the Mets aren't the Clippers. But they have um, met in a World Series before. Correct. And they're they're... You know, in Chicago, the White Sox and Cubs both stunk for a long time, so it wasn't that. Um, there's not a lot of that. I, I just – I have never understood why the Lakers even pay the Clippers fans attention. Like, I, I just don't understand that. Well, listen, we the, the caller said this. He said, I'm a Clippers fan, and Laker fans never had anything to say to me until the Clippers, for a period of time, were the better team. Now, look, the fact is the Clippers are still playing – and the Lakers are long gone. LeBron is at Space Jam, uh, you know, openings and premieres, whereas you know Paul George is is playing tonight at Staples Center. So maybe there is a little bit of jealousy from Laker fans that say, "Yeah, I, I, I don't buy that for one well, second. Let me just finish it. it okay, let's do fans, it on the other side because we're way out over the break. Oh, How about right, that? We we'll do right, it on the other side. 